Welcome to a bonus episode of Capes and Tights, a pop culture and comic book podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderbergh. This is a solo episode. Adam, uh, it doesn't do these bonus episodes with me right now. One of these days when we're back in the regular studio, we'll probably do them together. But for right now, I'm in my home studio doing this here for you while we get the studio built out. Um, hopefully by the end of the month, we're, we're, we're end of the year. I mean, we're, hope, we're hoping to figure, you know, have figured it out, getting the keys uh, officially, and then uh, doing some demolition, some painting and all that stuff. So you'll have to check out some of the progress we put up on our social media at Capes and Tights Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and then at Capes Tights Pod on Twitter. And check us out, capesandtights.com, Apple, Spotify, and all your podcasting platforms that are out there. This bonus episode is a top 10 covers episode again. I did a few months back or a few weeks back, I did the, my top 10 Michael Del Mundo covers. Uh, and it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people had good reactions via email and direct message on that one. But this week, this time around, Todd McFarland, one of my favorite comic book artists of all time, one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, and he, uh, he does some pretty badass stuff. It's hard to find a top 10 covers of these things because they're all good. Um, but you know, he's doing a lot more other things now. So the comic book covers have, have slowed down a little bit, but, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about my top 10 Todd McFarlane covers. What I will say is these are not in any specific order. What I think I did with this one, just because he has done so many runs of comic books, uh, for both Marvel and for, uh, image and DC and all that stuff is that I did break it up into the comic book, um, character. So like, you know. I, I obviously I'll give some away if I say anything from them, but if I was to say, you know, you do your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, your, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm, I, I'm trying not to give away. So that's why I'm not trying to do it. So you'll see, I'm just breaking it up into comic book characters or comic book series. And then uh, I'm talking about my favorite in those series uh, per se. So we'll check that out here on this episode of top 10 comic book covers. Uh, yeah. So let's get into it. Let's jump right into it again, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff shoving it down your throat when you follow you get the information of when a new episode comes immediately as well as apple and spotify subscribe it alerts you and lets you know we have a new episode out so check it out so let's get into it let's talk some comic book covers again this is one of those episodes that i feel like maybe watching it on our video on capesandtights.com is probably the best way to get this one because you see the cover when i put it up but I'll also try to explain what's going on on the cover so you can you can get an idea of what it is if you're listening in your car. Also, if you're listening in your car, check them out online. Google them because they're worth watching or worth, worth looking at the covers because, again, covers are very visual. So let's start with his creation, Spawn. So, uh, again, not doing it in any specific order, but I'll just start with uh, the iconic Spawn number one cover. Bright colors, great lines. Uh, it's evident that it's a McFarlane cover just by the way that Spawn is, you know, his, 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 his actions on the cover, I should say. Uh, very iconic cover. If you look at Todd McFarlane, you just say, hey, this is what, you know, what, what have you created in a comic book cover? Spawn number one is that for sure. That came out in 1992. Still the longest running independently owned or independent comic book in history. Uh, he's still doing some art for it, but he's not, he, he did the art, the cover everything at the beginning he didn't do the colors but he did do the art um the lines the inking all that stuff back in the beginning to piggyback on that 
Spawn number four is also one of my favorite comic book covers from him. It's just Violator's head, black background. That's one thing that Todd does really well is just a simple background sometimes with a feature on the actual character you're trying to pay attention to. So it's Violator's head, jaw way down, spit falling out everywhere, black background, simple, but I love it. So that's Spawn number four from 1992 as well, way back in the day. He said 323 issues of Spawn. He's done many, 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 many covers for Spawn. I had to pick a couple. I couldn't just do Spawn. Just as in a second here, you'll see, I couldn't just pick other characters as well. So we're going to mix it up here. So Spawn number one and four are two of the top 10 covers I love from him all time. Jump into another series. The Incredible Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. The Incredible Hulk number 340 from 1988. This is back in his Marvel days, obviously, back when he was an artist solely for Marvel. Uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. This cover is its one of my favorite covers of all time, too. Not just my favorite Tom McFarlane cover. This cover is insanely awesome. It's, it's back in the day of 1980s, 90s, where it's more simple covers, but they got a lot of points crossed. Uh, Wolverine cover, Gray Hulk, and the reflection of his claw, claws. One of the things that he was very well known for is reflections. And again, one of the best covers of all time. Light blue background. He's got the claws up, nice thick blades. And you just see it, Gray Hulk, ugly Gray Hulk. <laughs> Todd McFarlane's really ugly Hulk in the background facing him. Um, but it looks like uh, Wolverine's going to fight him. But you see the reflection in his claws. It's Incredible Hulk number 340 from 1988. Next on the list, Incredible Hulk, again, number 345 from 1988. This is... Another thing that he was kind of known for, a thing that I liked about Tom McFarlane stepping outside the comic book box, and that is it's Hulk going, and he's pulling apart the H and the U from Hulk with the incredible Hulk, or sorry, the incredible words are on the ground. So he's messing with the title of the comic book. And that's something that Todd does a couple of times, and we'll talk uh, actually in a couple of, a couple more issues from now when I talk about my covers, is is he does that too. He messes with the whole cover and makes and it kind of breaks that wall of the titles. Not really the, the titles there in his comic book and the, and the character on the cover knows it kind of thing, which is pretty cool. So that's incredible. Hulk number three forty five, also from 1988. What I will say is that uh, Tom McFarlane's run in the credible Hulk in the eighties, you could probably pick a lot of covers from there again, like I mentioned. So I picked two out of those for my top 10. And uh, so three forty and three forty five. I thought were the epitome of those ones. So I put those in here. We're going to break up the Marvel love here by throwing in a variant cover that I personally own uh, signed by Todd himself that I love so much because of my love for this other, this, this, this series as well. Um, but that's the walking dead number 100. He did a variant cover in 2012 that features a Walker stumbling forward with a gun to his head and behind he's standing behind a grave that says, Lori with the words Rick uh, and Rick in Britain in blood. Uh, the sun's popping out from behind him. So the colorist did a great job to work with Todd McFarlane's art and, and idea behind it. And it's a beautiful cover. Uh, I love it so much. That's why I own it. I, I own very, I own a few Todd McFarlane covers. I own one autographed cover from Todd McFarlane. And that's the one. Cause I just, I don't know something about the mixture between him helping found image Kirkman's love and, and, and success with The Walking Dead, 
the artwork on it and so on. I think it was a great mixture of the two. It's the same thing. I have a book. I have Spawn, uh, one of the Spawn covers that's a Scotty Young cover. It's like my love for Scotty Young and my love for Tom McFarlane and Spawn all together. I think it's great to have that mixture of comic book issues. So next on the list, Spider-Man number one. This is a funny issue. Uh, there's, uh, there was a lot of issues sold of this one because of the variant covers and all that stuff. Uh, the polybagged, the the love for it, but the, the cover art is actually pretty cool in itself too. Not just the fact that it was Tom McFarlane's first foray into writing and drawing um, Spider-Man. So it's him standing, Spider-Man standing on his webs uh, on a web that he built, and uh, there's webs all around him, and there's little tiny spiders running around, and he's in that like crouching pose spider-man has when tom mcfarlane you know draws him so again it's just an iconic cover to me it's when i think Tom mcfarlane and spider-man that's one of the covers that comes up in my mind and that's spider-man number one from 1990 so uh yeah and it comes in a poly bag which is really cool back in the day it's big special edition and so on and so forth so check that out spider-man number one from 1990 as we continue on here, we're going to have the rest of them featuring that web-slinging character from Marvel. And that's, what, one, two, three, four issues from the Amazing Spider-Man run from 1987 to 1990 that Todd did a bunch of covers for, and they are amazing. So uh, let's talk um, these covers. Let's see. What's which one do I want to do first? Okay, we'll just go here. The Amazing Spider-Man number three eleven from 1989. That's another reflection cover. This one features Mysterio, and you know Mysterio has that ball, uh, you know, globe cover uh, all over it. It's right in the reflection of the dome. Is Spider-Man standing there? It's a nice green tint. There's purple in there from the, from the Mysterio uh, Mysterio's uh, uh, costume. And all that stuff. So, but there's that the reflection in there. It's unbelievable, again, to draw that person who, as a reflection in something. So you actually think either you're the person, so you're Spider-Man looking into it, or just the idea that they're in a battle together, that you see it from a direction that you normally wouldn't see. You see the two people together fighting each other. This is more face-to-face, -face and you see that part of it. So that's Spider-Man number 311 from 1989. The next up is Spider-Man 328 from 1990. Spider-Man punching Tom McFarlane's Grey Hulk from below. But it's another, again, this is that thing where he messes with the entire cover. The Marvel Comics box up at the top is all messed up. The words Amazing Spider-Man all crunched up and, and jumbled because Tom McFarlane has Spider-Man punching Hulk and he's hitting the letters as he goes up. It makes the cover like it stands out. Like you'd walk by and you're like all these perfect lines of covers and you look and go, oh my gosh, the, the words are all messed up. They're all jumbled. So it breaks that wall again and makes it so that the characters know the title is there, which is awesome. I love that one. So that's Spider-Man number 328. Two more issues on this on this list here. Uh, and they're, they're right around the same time. It's actually, you know, right in a row. Spider-Man number 300. Spider-Man number 300. 1988 iconic iconic cover it's red 300s all in the background and the black suit spider-man is swinging through the circle in the middle of the page and it's 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 it, I, I it's an amazing cover it is i can't go any further than that spider-man 300 i'm sure I'll leave it at that 
it's iconic. It's it. There's people who paid homage to it by putting it on their cover and putting their issue number 50 or 100 or 10 or whatever it may be. I own a spider Gwen cover where it's her issue number one. That's an homage to this cover. I mean, this cover is one of those ones that people will remember for all time. Um, the simplicity, simplicity of it to, but also the, the swinging and the motion that you feel that he's swinging through this hole in there. You also see Todd McFarlane's iconic way of drawing Spider-Man in this cover. The last, I'm using quotations for anybody who's not watching, issue I have on this one is technically two issues, and that's mainly because I could not figure out what I wanted, which one I wanted to pick. From 1988, it's Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number 298 and number 299. This run, 298 to 300, as I mentioned, 300 in the last comic book, is amazing. Spider-Man 298 and 299 are so similar of covers, but they're not the same. And I love it. It looks like battle. It looks like the same battle, but it's from two different perspectives. So again, Todd McFarlane, the simplicity of using a solid colored background, and it's just white so that the characters in the battle pop on top of it, using this, the negative space to create action and motion and, and lasers, and, and not lasers, but like power shooting out of someone's hand, the chance. Both of them, it's Black Suit, Spider-Man, and Chance fighting, and they're two different angles on the both covers. So I had to cheat and say that technically this is my top 10, but really it's top 11 because those two are tied for the last issue on this list. So any Todd McFarlane cover I'm going to put on this list. I put those through, I rattle those off pretty quickly, and we run down them one more time, and then I'll finish up this episode so you guys can get I don't want it to be a super long episode. I want it to be an episode of, uh, you know, so you can get things and watch and read comic books. Spider-Man number four. Not Spider-Man number four. I mean, Spider-Man number four is a great cover, but Spawn number four, Spawn number one, The Incredible Hulk 340, The Incredible Hulk 345, The Walking Dead number 100, Todd McFarlane variant from 2012, Spider-Man number one from 1990, and then The Amazing Spider-Man number 311, number 328, 298, 299, and 300. Those are my covers that I think are iconic and love. My love for Tom McFarlane's art shows and represented in those covers. So check them out. Uh, Google them. Find them online. I mean, all the Marvel ones are on the fandom websites and on Marvel's websites and so on. Uh, and then uh, buy some of them. Um, I have, uh, you know, one Spawn number one, number four. I have the uh, Walking Dead variant number 100, the 298, 299, 300 I mentioned from, from the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man number one. I have most of these, and I'm looking forward to adding the rest to my collection. So check with your LCS to see if they have them in stock if you're interested in buying those. Again, that's been the top 10 covers. This time around, it's Todd McFarland, uh, iconic comic book artist, creator, and revolutionary in the comic book industry, Todd McFarland. Yeah, so um, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, check us out on Facebook and uh, Instagram, at Capes and Tights Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Capes Tights Pod, capesandtights.com, and find us on Apple, Spotify, all your major podcasting platforms out there. Rate, review, share with your friends, and check out next week's episode on Tuesday and beyond. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Justin Soderberg. This has been Capes and Tights, a comic book and pop culture podcast. Until next time, guys, peace. Peace.